Welcome to Friends and Daggers, the daily vlogcast that opens up the scriptures and helps us understand the person and the work of Jesus. Today's portion of scripture is uh, from Genesis chapter 22, and it will speak of uh, the sacrifice of Isaac and how God himself intervenes and jumps in and provides the ram instead of. So there's two guiding principles as we uh, read the scriptures that really help us understand the scriptures. And that is that the scripture itself interprets the scripture. The Holy Spirit is the real teacher. And as we open up the Bible, we can pray, open up our eyes uh, to understand, to see the person and the work of Jesus. And so we're going to look at Hebrews chapter 11 before we go to Genesis chapter 22. The writer to the Hebrews in Hebrews chapter 11, verse uh, 17 through 19, says, By faith, Abraham, when God tested him, offered Isaac as a sacrifice. And then, then the text says, He who had received the promises was about to sacrifice his one and only son, even though God had said to him, It is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. So if you remember the story in Genesis chapters 12 through 22, uh, Abraham and Sarah are given a promise, but they can't have a child. Uh, there's no inheritance. There's a lack of trust. There's manipulation. There's thinking of other ways. There's family dysfunction, broken relationships. But the promise is fulfilled. God is true to his word. And Abraham and Sarah have the promised son. They have Isaac. But now, in Genesis chapter 22, uh, the seed the promised one, uh, is to be sacrificed. So what must be going through Abraham's mind? Well, Hebrew says that by faith, by faith, Abraham, when tested by God, was willing and offered Isaac as a sacrifice. Now, by faith doesn't mean that uh, this is about Abraham and the great strength of his faith, but rather it is about what, what Abraham believed it's about the promise of God. It's about the word of God. What did faith um, cling to? So again, not about Abraham and such great faith that he had, but rather what did the faith of Abraham hold on to? As always, faith holds on to something outside of itself, holds on to something that's true, never, never fails. It holds on to the promises of God, the promises of Jesus Christ. Now, back to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 19. By this faith, then, it says, Abraham reasoned that God could raise the dead, and figuratively speaking, he did receive Isaac back from death. He reasoned that God could raise the dead. In other words, maybe think of it this way as he's, he's going up uh, uh, the mountain with his son. Well, this is the promised son, he's thinking. God is true to his word. From him will will come you know, many generations, and through him Messiah will, will come. So uh, if, if I am to sacrifice him, God will raise him from the dead, or maybe he will provide another way. Well, God does provide another way. Sacrifice and Savior. This is really the story of Genesis chapter 22. You could put the phrase in there, instead of, or the phrase that Abraham uses, the Lord himself will provide. So up Mount Moriah, Abraham and Isaac go, and, and Isaac says to his father, Father, we have the wood, and there's the fire, but where is the sacrifice? 
And Abraham, in faith, says, the Lord will provide. So they reach the place uh, of the sacrifice that God had told them about. Abraham builds an altar. He arranges the wood on it. He places his son on the wood. He binds him. And then he reaches out his hand, takes out his knife, and raises it to slay his son. But in chapter 22, verse 11, the angel of the Lord calls out from heaven to him, Abraham, Abraham. And Abraham says, here I am. And then the angel of the Lord says, do not lay a hand on the boy. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. And then Abraham looks up and there in a thicket, he he sees a ram caught by its horns and he goes over and he takes the ram and he sacrifices it as a burnt offering instead of his son. And so the text tells us then that Abraham called that place, the Lord will provide. And it continues by saying to this day, it's still called on the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. Now, this is a picture, a foreshadowing of the ultimate sacrifice, the ultimate instead of the ultimate Lamb of God. Because same mountain, Mount Moriah, centuries later, there's another sacrifice. There's another Father, God the Father, and another Son, God the Son. And on this mountain, God himself sacrifices his only Son for the sins of the world. And in Jesus, we see that this is the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world the Lamb of God in our place, instead of us. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world, the Father so loved his Son, that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life.